Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Transparent Awakening. And me and my lovely wife are going to have a discussion about taking care of home first. I think it's a very important discussion because a lot of times, um, without us knowing, our home is out of order. And sometimes we have to just put that back in order. We have to check and to make sure that we are aligned with the word of God. Because we don't want to restrict any blessings. We don't want to hinder any prayers. And I believe it is important. I believe there's an all-out offensive attack on the families of the world. The enemy has been trying to attack families, trying to pull fathers out of homes, trying to have parents distracted mm -hmm. so that he can cause dissension in the home. And he's after the legacy. He's after the children. So as parents and as watchmen, I believe it's important for us to stand at the gate and to watch both husband and wife. We'll work together and pray and to make sure that uh, the house is in order. And I yes. think this is uh, key in the kingdom while we living in this world. And um, we will go from there, babe. That's all I got for now. All right. Thanks, honey. Hey, everyone. This is Shan. And... Um I totally agree with you, honey, as far as making sure that our houses are in order. And it's so interesting because um, I was in the bathroom two days ago and I received a revelation and I heard break covenant with all illegal, unauthorized coverings. And I said to myself, wow, I, I haven't heard that one before. But I said, OK. So my husband and I, we began to have discussions regarding this, and we, we began to get revelation from revelation, just speaking to one another, um, studying together. And I realized something that the greatest trick of the enemy is getting people to not believe, one, that he exists, mm -hmm. two, getting people to believe that there isn't a heaven or a hell, right. and three, the biggest one, I believe, is... Um, getting someone to believe that they cannot be deceived. Mm -hmm. The I knowism, the I know, I know, you know, it's funny because we talked about this on the last podcast that pride and arrogance can sneak up on anyone. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, I said, okay, illegal, unauthorized coverings. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So then we began to study the roles of the wife and the roles of the husband. And it's interesting because um, at one point we did receive a message um, at a church once and uh, we were provided the examples of coverings. Mm -hmm. And so basically in the setting, the pastor was saying how it's the men's job to cover the wife, right. you know, and we have our roles, of course, to still be submissive to our husbands, but also our husband's to be submissive to us as well. We are partnering. Right. However, that head must be, the head must be submitted to Christ. Right, definitely. And as long as he's submitted to Christ, then of course she follows him as he follows Christ. Right. But what I notice is after getting this download, a lot of things in the church, in the world is out of order. Mm -hmm. And why do I say that? Because you have, and in some cases, you know, many of us come from broken homes and fatherless situations. Right. So um, we sometimes can focus more on the messenger and not the message. Because the message, when it comes from God, 
is the main focus, the main thing we should defend. But sometimes even as wives, we defend the messenger right. more than the message. Mm-hmm. So I say this because a lot of times you do, the reason why you do see a lot of women, you know, leading and a lot of women also submissive even more to their, le- their minister is because they don't really understand the power and the order that God ordained for us to, to be when it comes to being in the right role, you know, being in the right position right. with our husbands. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this to say we're out of order if we're allowing someone outside of the house to cover us. And right. we're not submitted under our husband's covering. Right. Okay. And so it does say in the scripture where God will take, you know, the woman's word or, you know, he will listen to the woman basically um, in the Amplified. It says by the godly lifestyle, the godly life that she lives, he will listen to. Um, he will listen to what she has to say, you know, and yet we, w- we would still have to respect and honor him as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a situation where you have a husband who's not necessarily he has not decided to give his life to Jesus Christ yet. And he might still be in the world. He might still be have a uh, carnal mind. So or he may drift even after he may being drift saved. after. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because none of us are excluded from that, even for me. And mm-hmm. that's why I believe it's a partnership. So even as your wife, if you see me drifting, then that's where you come in right. and pray for my protection. You know, pray for whatever it is that I need from God. Right. I remember the saying, uh, one hand washes the other. My mother used to say that growing up. And that's basically what it represents. I also heard the saying, iron sharpens iron. So it's kind of like when one side goes dull, the other side sharpens the other side Mm -hmm. so when one hand is dirty one hand cleans the other hand so that's basically it's a simple parable but it's so profound to me that we strengthen each other we lift each other up when one is down we pull each other up it's a partnership it's not like yeah just because the man is the head of the house he's to uh treat his wife like a slave or she can't speak up. She can't do any of that. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> right, your right, wife right. is your partner. So it's like you have to respect her. You have to love her. You have to hear her opinions. You have to uh, uh, be sensitive. And it takes skill. It takes training. You have to be sensitive to what's bothering her, even when she's not saying anything. You know, right. you have to know how to communicate and, and, and you have to pray for her. And it's funny because a lot of times I've seen in ministry where uh, the, the, the husband is not necessarily receptive to the ministry or to the man of God, mm-hmm. but the woman might be a little bit more receptive. Mm-hmm. And what you see end up happening sometimes where the woman will pretty much run to the man of God constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, that's okay initially, but I believe at some point, I believe like a man of God is basically supposed to basically, yes, you could uh, intervene and pray for the couple, but ultimately teach the husbands how to be men to cover their homes. Teach husbands yes. spiritually how to be uh, men of God, how to cover their homes, how to cover their wives, cover their children. 
I believe that 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 should be an extensive training because one thing the enemy loves to do is to attack homes. He loves to break up families because when he breaks up families, if he has the husband or the man uh, distracted, you know, his mind and his attention and his focus is somewhere else. And it's like he'll come in like a flood and just and, and just sweep the whole house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, honestly speaking, that has happened and can happen when there is no order. Um, there is no order. Correctly. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so interesting. Um, we put out something on social media about chaos. Mm-hmm. And it said that uh, chaos occurs when there is a lack of order. Right. We must take care of our house mm-hmm. slash country in order to stop um, or break the chains of manipulation. Mm -hmm. And manipulation happens when there is a door open, a Mm -hmm. window open, Mm -hmm. and I can speak as a wife. So even as a wife, you know, we're we're the emotional ones. You know, a lot of times when we're dealing with something, we just gotta get it out. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you know, don't get me wrong, there was a season for that and it was necessary. It helped me a whole lot with my sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. Thank you, by the way, if you're listening. It helped me a whole lot. It helped us, you know, because God wants us to stay together. He doesn't want us to divorce. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I, we, we did. We made a vow that because we come from broken homes that we would not reinvent the wheel, you know, keep it going. We would break that generational curse. No, I feel like uh, we have a mission and a duty to finish what our uh, predecessors did not. I feel like um, this is what God has called us to do. I really feel like, and, and I felt like even in the beginning, that this relationship was a little bit bigger than us. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I did. I honestly felt that. Um, yes, we love each other, and the love grew over the years. Yes. But I, I really felt in the beginning that this was a, a, a definite mission. And did you we know. not have trials? Absolutely. We yes. had yes. There was we trials. had some to yes. the brink of it seemed like it was impossible to be repaired. Mm-hmm. But we're here now, been married for 14 years, and it's been, I can say everything was worth it. Um, I don't regret yes. anything. No. And I thank God for where he has us, where he's taken us. And when we talk about these things, we understand even more as far as the order goes, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're seeking things, we're seeking money, we're seeking God's blessings, Mm -hmm. but we're not really so-called seeking, is my house in order? Right. And that's very key. Yeah. Am I in the right place? Mm -hmm. Um, Do we respect and honor one another? Mm -hmm. Because I had to learn firsthand. It's not respecting him if I'm talking about something I don't like about him without seeking a solution, mm-hmm. you know, right. meaning am I seeing am I the problem mm-hmm. or do I just want to say he, it's all his fault? You know, like that's not really what we should be doing. And mm-hmm. a lot of times um, since we both come from fatherless situations, mm-hmm. um, the woman might have someone to vent to. And let's say the man may not. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay, actually, because to be honest, he's supposed to be subjected to Christ anyway. (laughs) Right. So it is his job, actually, to go to God and say, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. You know, God help me. And and a lot of times when we come together, you know, the answers come, you know, and then Mm -hmm. that's how we help the situation. We help the situation as well Mm -hmm. when we go to God, you know. And I believe uh, sometimes God will definitely send someone in your life to kind of 
um, who's kind of overcome the things that you're currently dealing with. Mm -hmm. I believe that he does send people like that sometimes to kind of help guide you, give you pointers, kind of tell you what they did to get over what they're dealing with. He will send people like that. But I don't believe that a person is just supposed to be lording over you. I don't believe that at all. I believe that uh, you're supposed to learn from them and they in turn are supposed to learn from you. Yes. Because yes. we're all brothers and sisters down here on the same battlefield. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. there's and, only one spiritual father and mm -hmm. that's God in heaven. And we are his children. And we have a mutual respect for one another. A mutual respect. Exactly. And speaking in terms of having a mutual respect, I'll give you an example. I have a good friend. Um, she's in her 50s. And she and I, we talk sometimes, not every day, but... You know, something that um, interests me about her when I first met her, she was older than me, but yet she was never too prideful to say that she learns from me. Right. Exactly. And it's like she gave me that respect and that honor first. Mm -hmm. And I and I, I really she taught me something. I really enjoy talking to her because every time we talk, she always makes it known that she gets so much out of this relationship. Right. And I feel the same way. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, you know, I can receive from her. There's a respect I have from her. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a respect from me. She never feels like she has to, like, make me feel like she's less. I mean, that I'm less mm -hmm. or that she's higher mm -hmm. or I and I don't do her the same way, vice versa. You mm -hmm. know, because it's like, who what are we trying to prove? Who are we trying to prove that to? Like, right. and this happens a lot. And we don't understand that we're breaking spiritual laws by doing that. Like this breaks even the covenant of honor and respect for your sister, or your brother. Mm -hmm. It does not matter whether I have a, a special gift or if you have a higher title. Like none of that means anything in the sight of God. Man, let me tell you something. I've encountered people in life that have had titles and gifts. I'm at a point in my life now to where I look at a person's heart. Yes. It has nothing to do with what they are, what title they are what gift they have it to me it's about your heart because i've seen very gifted people that have wickedness in their heart true well and i've seen and i've seen very good people yeah 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 that didn't know what their gift was yet yeah yeah <laughs> it ain't that they, they're not gifted they just hadn't discovered it yet yeah but they were really good people yeah. you know so to me um gifts and titles sometimes honestly speaking people let it go to their head mm-hmm and we have to always be checking ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We have to, I, and I'm a firm believer we have to check ourselves all always. the time. Always. Especially as people of God. Because we as people of God, we, we've been there. We've been under ministry for eight years and we thought we knew the revelation and no one else knew the revelation. And we're <laughs> the only ones that know the truth and y'all don't. You know, we've been there and then we, we, we had to humble ourselves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're like, hold up, bro. That don't mean you can't learn from somebody else, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know. And we were being taught that. Yeah, we were so, being taught that. You know, exactly. we had to repent for a lot of things mm -hmm. and ask for forgiveness for a lot of things. So right. even, you know, what we're seeing right now and today, you know, repentance and humility is so key right now. It doesn't yes. matter what level you're on, what level. Right. None of that really matters right now mm -hmm. because God is calling for everyone to repent. Right. Yeah, okay. I think I think now is self-reflection time. Yeah. Yeah. I think now is a time that everyone is on lockdown. 
Mm-hmm. Now's the time for us to get our homes in order, to get our, our minds in order, to get our hearts in order individually, yes. to get our families in order, mm-hmm. our children, our household. And it's funny because we had a Bible study with our children today. You told one of the kids that we can learn from you, too. Yes. You told our children that. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Mm-hmm. You said it's not just mommy and daddy is right all the time. Right. Sometimes y'all... <laughs> Sometimes they be telling us when we wrong. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Guess what? They're right. Yep. Prime <laughs> example. Mommy said a cuss word. Yep. My son says, ooh, mommy, you said a bad word. You got to tell God sorry. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You are so right. God, mm-hmm. I am sorry. And baby, I'm sorry for saying that in front of you. Yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> I got upset and one slipped out my mouth, <laughs> you know, and then Aiden's like, daddy, Yeah. you know. You have to repent. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, you're right, son. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I got to repent. Yeah, and I did. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, you can take instructions from your kids. You can take instructions. Okay. The key word, one love I really love is reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Reciprocity. That's one of my most favorite words. I love it mm-hmm. because it's re- everything is reciprocal. Mm-hmm. The world turns around. Mm-hmm. The solar system goes around the sun. And some say now that our galaxy is rotating around something else. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like everything is round. What goes around comes around, which means give, receive. Right. That's even how the seed uh, parable is. Right. You give, you receive. It's reciprocal. That means two ways. Mm -hmm. That means you give me revelation knowledge. I apply it to me. I give you revelation knowledge. You apply it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. It is not just you're the only one that has all the revelation knowledge. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and we're just sitting there and we know nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of disrespectful, to be honest with you. And I don't even think people realize what they're doing. And I say that because it's been carefully taught that that hierarchy, you know, and, and Jesus you know, he kept saying in the scripture all day, every time the disciples would ask who's the least or who's the greatest amongst us, he would always one he said, um, he said, be humble like a child. Right. Have childlike faith. And then another one, he said, um, he, he gives the parable about being a servant. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said the leader is the servant. The leader. the Yeah. He said a leader is a servant. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. So even mm-hmm. with. Even if you feel you're at the top of the, the chain, you actually should be the most <laughs> subservient. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should be the most subservient. And so I mm-hmm. think what happened, how the enemy got in it and turned everything out of order is we have been taught to chase stuff. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. some reason, your big luxury house and your luxury cars in this world, for some reason, shows that God is with you. Mm. And I'm like, where is that? Because, you know, to be honest, he talks about the treasure, you know, of your heart. Like, Mm. where's your heart? It says store up your treasures in heaven. Yeah. Mm. So I'm like, where 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 do uh, we get that? Where the moth and the dust and the rust don't corrupt, don't, you know. I'm not saying that God does not give nice things. I'm not saying that. But Mm. I guarantee you that morals have to be in place. Mm. Order Mm. have to be in place. We must understand the laws of God. And we must also understand how the the laws of sin work as well. And gifts are given without repentance. Just because you have gifts and you have stuff, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that God is with you. Mm -hmm. Or that it gives you a pass to excuse your own sins. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times what we do, if you 
see something going on with someone else, you think it's your job to always point out their afflictions. But mm-hmm. what God is always speaking to us first, he's always speaking about what is it that we need to change? Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, most people in the world don't want to have anything to do with church mm-hmm. because of the simple fact of the games they know that people play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know. I mean, if you look even at the news, you got people, pastors being busted for doing things, you know, that is just so inordinate, you know, Mm -hmm. with the congregation, you know, doing things with the women of the church, Mm -hmm. you know, doing things with the boys of the church. People Mm -hmm. have perverted the whole spiritual father, spiritual mother. And that's why I'm not going to lie to you. That's why (laughs) I don't believe in it is because it's too close to the line of man worship. Yes, it's too close. It's too close. And, and humans are already fundamentally flawed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all, all you have to do is trip over that line. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're on the other side. Yeah. So it's kind of like when someone wants to look, wants you to look at them like a spiritual father, you look at them knowing actually you're wrong. Our spiritual father. Our father. Our father. Who is are in heaven. heaven. Yes. Hallowed be his name. <laughs> yes. He's our spiritual father. Yes. Not no human. Mm-hmm. We're brothers and sisters down here in the same boat. And we're working together for the same goal and the same purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And, and that's how I feel about it. As a matter of fact, let me just go ahead to this verse right quick. In Matthew 23, verse 9, and this is Jesus speaking on that note. He says, and call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven. And it also reads in the Amplified, do not call anyone on earth. Who guides you spiritually, your father. For one is your father, he who is in heaven. So as far as uh, the order is concerned, I remember uh, we kind of read over some scriptures a little bit uh, earlier. And I just want to go over a couple of them. Uh, this is Ephesians 5.21. And it says, uh, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And this is the King James Version. And then it says uh, in 20, verse 22, it says, uh, wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord. Your own husbands. Your own husbands. Yes. Thanks, dear. That, nah, I'm sorry if you don't mind. I want to say that just to say this. Wives, we should be more submissive to our husbands than anyone outside of the house. Oh, well, amen. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter if he's a bishop. If he's an apostle, if he's a pastor, if he's not teaching husband how to cover his own house, right? He's out of order. Yeah, he should be teaching the husband how to how to be a man of God mm-hmm. if the husband is open and receptive. Mm-hmm. And then if yeah. that's not the case, he's teaching you what to pray, or you know, or you know, hear from God yourself and how to pray that he gets in his rightful position mm-hmm. because he's our other half or one. That's right. Amen. I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey. I just had to mention that. (laughs) I just see it happen so much. I fell victim to it, too. So it's not like I don't know. It says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. So that's interesting. Um, And also, um, verse 24, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own Husbands in everything, and mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't say some things. Did it? Mm-mm. It said everything. As he is so, subject unto Christ. Exactly. Yes. 
So uh, what we like to do is read in the uh, strong concordance that we like to dissect scriptures. We don't just like to read them. We like to dissect them. So where it says, uh, therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, let the wives be to their own husbands. And we already know what own means. Your own husband. You only have one husband. And uh, in everything which is G3956, I think it's good to point at that and to see and kind of dissect it. It says individually, each and every, any, all, the whole, everyone, all things, everything, collectively, some of all types. Um, and that means in all things, as long as he is uh, subject to Christ. That so doesn't mean that husbands can just tell their wife what to do and hit them upside the head and they're just supposed to do it. That, that's wrong. Or talk harsh to the wife. Talk harsh to him. Or yeah. wife talk harsh to the husband. Do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you staying out all night, you staying out all, you know, the mm -hmm. whole weekend and you come home and the wife can't even ask you where you've been. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, Lord. That's no. old school no, right no, there. No, 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 no. And, and you Wrong. know. I think some people still living in the Old Testament. They forgot Jesus came. <laughs> I, 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 oh, they had many concubines. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, Jesus yeah. came, and, and that's probably why they was ready to stone Mary, because they like, wait a minute, you taking away. We believe we're supposed to have many women. What are you doing? When yeah, Jesus yeah. stepped on the scene. He was like, nope. He canceled that. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Mm -hmm. And it says, uh, us husbands, we are to love our wives. Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, which means that we should be even willing to die for our wives, mm -hmm. to give ourselves for our wives. Mm -hmm. We're the protectors of our home, and I feel like it's our duty to protect our home. I mean, even physically. You see what I'm saying? To the point where you're even willing to put your life on the line just to protect your wife and your children. And you know what else um, this marriage has taught me? When we are together in one mind, one body, one spirit, mm -hmm. the devil can't get in. No, because there's someone at the gate watching. He's watching. See, and I'm the kind of guy, I'm a kind of husband. I wasn't always this way. Mm -hmm. I had to develop to become this way. Mm -hmm. Through trial and error, I watch everything. <laughs> yeah. I watch everything. You know, you watch stuff too as well. Mm -hmm. And you have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, he will try to either on the from the outside. And that's yeah. why we touched on the manipulation mm -hmm. uh, have speak through people that the wife is connected to to make her even more full of herself. Mm -hmm. And where now she's looking down on her husband or mm -hmm. speak from the outside to the husband mm -hmm. and make him, you know, talk to him with flattery. And now he's more full of himself. Mm -hmm. And now he's looking down on the wife. Because that's what the enemy love to do. He, he <laughs> get people every time with the same trick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the enemy plays the same trick over and over and over and over. He beguiles you with words of flattery to make you feel good. But see, he's very precise. Mm -hmm. The enemy knows exactly where you're lacking. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly when you're feeling vulnerable you know he knows you well too now mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying he knows exactly what to say to you he knows exactly how to stroke your ego mm -hmm. he knows exactly what to do to make you feel good mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying so we have to be wise and watch those flattering lips from mm -hmm. people on the outside and they come in many different forms even when people try to praise you for doing the lord's work you have to watch that mm -hmm. remember mm -hmm. when the man came to jesus and said good teacher 
Yeah. And he was like, why are you, why are you calling me good? Right. He was like, I'm not good. He mm -hmm. said, there's only one that is good, and that's the Father in heaven. You mm -hmm. see how the enemy tried to slide in with words of flattery? Mm -hmm. That's quickly, but Jesus caught it immediately. Mm -hmm. So that means he's watching. Mm -hmm. And that's how we ought to be. Mm -hmm. What happens is a lot of these people with titles and gifts, they get full of themselves. It's true. Mm -hmm. We've been there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm qualified to speak on it because we've too. been there. Same I made here. the mistake. Yeah. And we have to come down and humble ourselves. Humility. Yeah. Humility is the key. Mm -hmm. Knowing your value is important, too, I believe. You have to know how valuable you are. But the fact that Jesus died for us on the cross, that shows me how valuable you are. I told a couple of friends of my people I know, I say, I don't care about money. Right. I can't be bought. Right. You can't make me do things for money. Right. That me is neither. not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because money can't really all the money in the world cannot afford me. Right, right. I'm so valuable that God came down in the body of a man. Right. And saved and, and saved all of us. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that alone tells you how valuable we are. So no no amount of money. I don't care about money. I'm not moved by money. I'm not moved by a person's status, mm -mm. social status, or, right. or whether or not they got fame or, right, right. or fortune or whatever. I don't care who you are. Right. I am valuable in the sight of God. We, as a church, are children of God. Mm -hmm. We are the children of light, and we are valuable, and I'm a firm believer in that. So you'll never see me kissing nobody's butt because they got money or because they got stuff. Mm -hmm. And going back to what we started out with, uh, speaking on the coverings, mm -hmm. um, no one can cover you without your permission. No. So no, no, no not without your permission. Right. And and mm -hmm. not only that, mm -hmm. the real covering is mm -hmm. that you pray that God protects their house, mm -hmm. not you mm -hmm. take the position to lord over them. You know what? Too, I also don't believe in. Just because someone has a gift, they have a right to even see in your house, right? Without Ooh, asking. Lord, that's a good but you got you got people, <laughs> you got a lot of people in this world. They're doing some illegal activities, even yeah. in their gifts. Astral projecting. Astral projecting. Yeah. Going in, going to see in someone's house when they're not supposed to be looking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You and, ain't supposed to be doing stuff. And like you breaking that. spiritual law when you right. do that. And yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're you're encroaching. You don't think you can trespass in the spiritual realm as well? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You can trespass in the spiritual realm just because you exit your body and you can see stuff. You you still wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because you didn't get that person's permission. You didn't get God's permission. Well, God wouldn't have us doing you know, that in the first place, to no. be honest with you. Um, he First of all, see, this goes back to what does the scripture say about taking the log out of your eye before you correct the, the speck in your brother's eye? Which yes. scripture is that? Yes, that is. If, you, if I'm so busy fixing my own house, first right. of all, let's start with my temple on the inside of my body. Mm hmm. And then my external house, which is, you know, my husband and my kids. Mm -hmm. If I am too busy focusing on my own house, mm -hmm. I don't have time to be worrying about what you're doing in your house. Thank you. You Thank know you. how many times you got to tell people to get out of your house? Yeah. Lord Jesus. Yeah, Listen, if someone comes on your heart or on your spirit to pray, you know, pray for them. Pray for them. That's yeah. it. I ain't got to tell you I'm praying for you. Right. I'm just going to pray for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that because I don't right. need you to know that I am this person sent by God, mm -hmm. I could tell you to go pray and he could show you something too. Mm -hmm. See, this is where we don't understand how respect and honor works. Mm -hmm. And it's not okay. Our mm -hmm. gifts does not make it okay to disrespect someone mm -hmm. or look down on anyone. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many times 
this happens. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I believe that uh, whenever you have a human being who who's gifted or who gets a lot of praises from people, and it kind of it kind of fills their head up and make them think that they're they're very big in the spirit or very big or whatever. I think it's a lack of validation yeah. in a person's life. Yeah. They haven't been validated as a child. They themselves probably did come from a broken home. Right. Just as I have. Right. So it's like when you come from a broken home and you don't get that validation from a father or mother or someone important, then, yeah, there's a void there within you. There's a void inside of you. So then when you become grown and you're good at something and people start praising you and you're helping, it's like that's the validation you never received as a child. But you got to watch it. It's a slippery slope because then you could be full of yourself to a point where you can't hear anything from anyone else unless they're in a higher title position than you. And a lot of times, from my experience, God will speak to you from an unexpected place. Mm -hmm. He won't mm -hmm. speak to you from who you think mm -hmm. the word mm -hmm. is coming from. Mm -hmm. He'll speak to you from a who you least expected. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God is trying to humble us mm -hmm. at all times. And I'm going to be honest with you, even for me, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I've been told I should be a preacher or I, I've been, I've been, so many titles have been thrown at me. And to be honest with you, I rejected them all. Yep. And the reason why is because I just want to be whatever God wants me to be. Exactly. And I don't want to get caught up in the status quo mm -mm. or nope. um, I don't want the praise. I nope. don't want I don't the want fame. Nope. I don't want any you of it. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd rather <laughs> just it. be. Yeah. And I'm exactly. okay with that because to be honest with you, my relationship with him means more than the praises of men and women. Yeah. Right. I mean, out of courtesy, you say thank you. Someone compliment you because you're not trying to, you know, even appear arrogant. Right. But I, I kid you not. I promise you, my relationship still supersedes that. Right. Right. I think the best way to kind of keep yourself in check mm -hmm. is to stay away from that type of uh, flattery. Mm -hmm. Because if you, you that this is why in the matrix when she said look over the doorpost you got to know yourself that's the first step because mm -hmm. you got to know your flesh limitation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't put yourself in a situation to where you know you might slip and it's okay you know? even if we have a title if a person has a title it's okay to not be okay right that's why mm -hmm. we call these podcasts transparent awakening mm -hmm. because it's okay to be transparent right Exactly. I know a lot of times when you're in leadership and corporations in which a lot of churches have become corporations. Yes, they have. You know, you're taught the like hierarchies and they and won't the respect and, you yeah. uh, if you, you know, if they think you're all on the same level. But so to you be gotta, honest with you right now, all of that stopped because the world's on lockdown. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying you know? the mentality <laughs> yeah, the is still present. Yes, you're right. The Although mindset. this pandemic has happened, right. people still had that mentality. Yeah. And really, it doesn't matter where you are. God is calling for everyone mm -hmm. to humble themselves yes. for what's coming. Yep. And our focus should be more on, you know, getting ourselves in order, repenting, mm -hmm. reevaluating, reflecting on our relationship with him. Yes. And what we can do as a body, what can yes. we do as a community? Yes. So if that means I got to come down just so I can make sure I'm all right with him, so be it. Right. You know, it's amazing because people in the world even get this, you know, um, regular people. I've read I've read books on uh, effective communication mm -hmm. and something as simple as just having a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, they say that it's good to listen. Mm -hmm. 
They said people struggle with listening. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, it's better to listen to a friend or a brother or a sister and let them do the talking because sometimes they just want to vent and Mm -hmm. and genuinely listen to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And then hear what the Holy Ghost is leading you to say, you know, and even when you have something to say, you wait until they finish their statement and then you communicate back. Mm -hmm. But then listen for a nugget when you're communicating with a person listen for a nugget Mm -hmm. you know it's almost like you got to be hungry for that thing if somebody's giving you words of wisdom just just listen for something you can use if it's something you're not going to get a hundred percent of something you can use out every conversation but just look for one key look for a nugget something you can use to make you better spiritually and i'll listen for for a key you know Mm -hmm. it's it's reciprocal Mm -hmm. we're receiving from one another because everyone has different experiences from God, different life experiences, and we could all learn from each other. We have to eliminate this respecter of persons thing just because you're in a certain title or you're a certain position. And here's another thing that I truly believe. I believe that people identify themselves with their gift or with their title when they should be identifying themselves as children of God. Mm-hmm. That's who we are first. First, yeah. Our image and our identity, our identity of who we are is children of God. Right. I am a son of God. You're a daughter of God. We believe in Jesus Christ. We are children of God. Our title is what we do right. in the earth. That's right. like a job. Right. Our gift is what we do. Right. But that's not who we are. Right. Right. We are first our children of God. Right. First. And then you know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. This also makes me question how much we're really connected as a body, even in the body of Christ. And I say that because if we understood reciprocity, mm-hmm. support would be easy for one another. Right. But easy, yes. I think even, you know, when we get caught up in fame or how something may look, mm-hmm. we won't even support someone publicly. Mm-hmm. We'll befriend them in secret. Oh, I got something for that, too. <laughs> you remember when Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me in the earth, yeah, I, I'll be ashamed of you in heaven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you don't confess me in the earth, I won't confess you before my father in heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, why not? Mm-hmm. Because... If someone is friends with you secretly, but they won't be friends with you publicly, Mm -hmm. then it's like they're ashamed of you. Are they really a friend? True. Are they really a brother? Are they really a sister? You ashamed of me. Why the heck? (laughs) (laughs) You you only good with me in secret. Right. But in the public, you're afraid of how it's going to make your status look. Right. It's going to make you look bad if you click like, or it's going to make you look bad if if you say you know me, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's, that's the same thing with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We can't do God like that. So, so we shouldn't do each other like that. Mm-hmm. I tell anybody I'm a believer in Jesus Christ because mm-hmm. Jesus is what? He's my Lord and Savior and he's my friend. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't dare hurt him mm-hmm. by saying I don't know him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because it's like I wouldn't do that to another friend. Mm-hmm. If I know a friend, and I know you, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. If someone say, hey, you know this person? Yeah, I know him. That's my buddy. That's my homie. That's my friend. Yes, this is my wife. Yes, this is my children. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be ashamed to introduce or, or tell people who I know mm-hmm. because you have to think about how it makes them feel. Right. It's right. not about my status. Right. It's about how it makes them feel. See, so I, I think it, it just when it comes to the areas of love and communication and trust. 
and respect and honor. We have so much to learn. Mm. Yes, yes, we do. And the answers is all in the word. It's in the scriptures. And it takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice. We have, we have to, to be implement. working on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up for now. Um, for this episode, I just want to say that uh, if anyone listening has not received Jesus Christ as their Lord, you can do so now by just, uh, I'm just going to, yeah, we could just easily pray a simple prayer and just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I am sorry. I have not known you. But Lord, right now, I believe in you and I trust in you and I ask you to come into my life and into my heart right now. I receive you. I believe you died on the cross and rose from the grave on the third day. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior right now. If you pray this prayer with your heart, with your mind, body, and soul, and you believe it, that's all it takes. You're saved. Welcome to the family. Amen. And we suggest continue to get in your word and study. Yep, as pray. we will too. Yes, pray and seek God also for yourself. Mm-hmm. Even ask God as we are right now and going forward mm-hmm. to show you and teach you how to be in your proper order. Yep. Um, if you're married or if you're unmarried, mm-hmm. God asks, say, God, what is the order that you designed and predestined for my life? Mm-hmm. Am I all right with you? Mm-hmm. If you're already saved or unsaved, either way it goes. Um, relationship is so key right now. Mm-hmm. 